me to say some MC rhyme Said this rhyme I'm about to say Rhyme was deaf and it went this way I took a test to become an MC Orange cross became a maze of a me Took me inside of his Cadillac Chauffeur drove off and it never came back Yeah, I'm got the record down to the bone Now they got me rocking under my microphone Taking autographs and tears and laughs Champagne caviar and a bubble bath to see That's the life that I lead You sucker MCs is who I please Take that move back, get your heart attack But there's nothing in this world that all will never last Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cask and Crow, the only show where you won't serve a life sentence for joining the murder. I'm your host, Lord Drew. And I'm Matty Biz. What's good? Another week, another week, Biz. Like we always say, back down here in the 1853 Media Studio. I'm excited, Biz. I'm excited. We got a whole bunch of new members of the murder out there right now. Busy. Biz. We do, we do. We opened it up to... Uh you know, a lot of different places in the world and a lot of people have joined us. So welcome yeah. everyone. Welcome, welcome. And we love to see that. We love to have you. We love to have you. So you look I, like you've been through some shit this week. I just want to start the episode I, I, off. I, I mean, he, my man Matty Biz, he, bro. My man Busy. <laughs> laughing because you had to see my face right there okay it has been a hell of a Yo, week what the fuck man and, what, is it, what is good biz but, uh, again i mean not to get into anything else but at least for a funny story that happened this week but it wasn't oh, funny. no it wasn't funny while it was happening okay um, what, so, happened, biz? what happened more adventures and subway riding so oh, I'm, no. I, I get off of work you know and and <laughs> hey i actually get off a little earlier than i think i'm going to so i'm like hey i'm gonna get off early i can get some stuff done i can do some gaming like yeah hey, riding high you know especially i think it was like a tuesday which was my first day of the week you know so okay like, so you oh. had off monday for mlk day yeah exactly right, so shout out to martin luther king so i'm like hey it's almost like half a week as far as i'm concerned yeah facts. so okay i'm going down the subway right mm-hmm <laughs> And I hear that the train just pulled in. So, okay, I, I pick up my speed going down the stairs, you know, get get my wallet out, go swipe my my uh, my car to turnstile. And the train's there. The doors are open. The turnstile, it works. Like, it starts going, but I get the first leg through, and then it stops on the second leg and, like, jams up. Oh, shit. And so, like, now, like, I have to, like, half step over it. <laughs> I'm stumbling and trying to run to get into this train, right? Sick visual in my head right now. And, of course, of course, just the way, like, my luck works and just New York City transit system works. It's luck of the Irish, biz. The door starts closing right in front of me. And you so, could see it? Like, you could see the door? Like, you could oh, no, see no, the, the train door? It, it's right in front of the turnstile. It's right there. Okay, so like I, 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 I automatically know I'm not going to make it and I'm not one of those people oh, that are going to put their shit. hand in or something like that. I'm not going to hold up 100 people because I want to get home 10 minutes earlier. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's nice of you. So, you know, I, I skid the brakes up and everything like that and I stop. But I have my cell phone in my jacket pocket and apparently it didn't want to listen to the rest of like, you know, my body. And it just launched out of the pocket literally hit the floor right in front of the subway train door 
at, but continues to slide and just falls right down into the tracks. In between the train, yep. car, and the subway, like, yep. and the platform. Yep, and then, of course, there, there's another guy that didn't get on this train because he's waiting for the next one, and he's. I just hear him go from the other side. He was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, buddy, but that's funny, man. Like, no, 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 no. I mean, so- it kind of gets a little worse, though, because not only was there, like, a cute girl that was standing inside the train right in front of the door that witnessed the whole thing, and I'm just like... She was just standing there riding the train already in her train car watching yeah. you get stuck in the turnstile. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. She witnessed the whole thing. She witnessed the whole thing. I see her trying oh, to stifle man. a smile. But not only that, not only that, uh-huh. I also have to deal with all the people that just got off the train that were going to, like outside of the thing. <laughs> Everybody saw this it happen. All. And like, you know, I see them all like, you know, giving me a look like, uh, like, you know, and I'm, yeah. I, I'm just, I got my head down. I put my shoulders and my hands up like, ah. So, okay. The, so the train departs. <laughs> The train departs. You're disheveled. <laughs> the, the, the guy that was uh, further down the station that went, oh. Yeah, yeah. He ends up coming up to me, talking to me. He was just like, yo, is that your phone, man? And I was just like, yeah, dude. And he was like, what are you going to do? And, like, I go to take a look at, like, you know, the ticker, like, you know, that lets you know when the next train's coming. And one's coming in six minutes. And I'm just like, all right, well, I ain't fucking with six minutes going down on the tracks, you know. Yeah. So I... Like, you know, there's no boots, uh, booth guy on my station. He's on the other side. So I had to get out, go up to the, like, cross the street, go down the station. Yeah. For anyone listening, that means he had to get out of the train station, yeah. walk up the stairs, go outside into the outside world, and then walk around to the other side because you're crossing over the tracks and go yeah, back down. There's no way to switch right. in between, like, in the station. This is for you uh, non-New York City members of the murder, man. Yeah. Just trying to paint a better picture for you. Gotcha. So now I go I go to the, the booth agent on the other side, and I let him know what's going on. And, like, it, it's funny because, like, you know, he, he got, like, the big eyes, like, oh, wow. You, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, Most uh, action he's seen all day, bro. Basically, this guy's... Bored at his job. Let mm-hmm. me tell you, people just pay online or they pay at the the, the, the machine. They don't go yeah. to him. Zero interaction really right now. So here's like one of the funniest parts of the day for me. He goes and picks up this phone and it looks like a phone that you had on your wall at like in 1995. <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like yeah. one of those that hung on the wall. Like, yeah. you know, you dialed in. And like he gets on the phone there and he he calls whoever like their maintenance their their whoever people yeah and like he was like all right um somebody's gonna be on their way go to the other side stay in this like stay near where it's at and uh, someone will be by with uh you know he'll have an orange jacket on you know the neon ones you see like construction yeah the MTA wear and stuff like that. Right. And he'll have he'll have a, a flashlight. And if you've ever been to like a bodega or, or a convenience store where they have shelves that are just way too high for normal people to reach, they have those little like uh, clamp things. Oh, like the arms? Like yeah, the, yeah, uh, it's like yeah. an arm with a clamp. It's almost like what a pod stick is now, but like you know. Yeah. So like he comes around with one of those. I wait, and he's like, "It's going to be a half hour to forty-five minutes." I'm like, "Oh God." Yeah, so much for getting out early, biz. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I go back over, get back into the original station I'm at, you know. Were you not concerned that that six-minute train that was coming in was going to smash your phone? Oh, completely, but you know what? Yeah, what are you going to do? You're not going to oh, go on the tracks, right? Okay, I mean, so, that, that's so, just a so, little too risky, man. So so a thing that uh, I, I forgot to mention. Um, that's how you die and shit. Well, exactly. But, that's but, how you but, get dead. But uh, especially in Manhattan because they come rather quickly. Yeah. Um, 
but thing I forgot to mention, the guy on the other side that went, oh, yeah, yeah, started and, talking and to I, you. And I talked to you for a minute, like, you know, he pulled out his phone and, like, we started look, like, put his flashlight on. And, like, oh, okay, we so you at, had, like, a good Samaritan. Yeah, no, no, there, no, the, 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 this guy was a cool dude, you know what All I'm right, saying? I like, like it. I like to uh, hear it. And it's and it's funny because it was just like I couldn't find it. And he was just like, "Oh, it's right there." He was like, "Yo, it's black as fuck over there. How do you not see it?" <laughs> it was the absence of light because, of like, you know, it's a black phone case, so uh -huh. like, it was actually darker than the dirty crap that was on the, like, right. the train stuff. And so I, so like, he actually showed me. Okay, so I get back there, and, and the guy's actually still there. And he was like, "Oh, what the guy say?" And I was just like, "I gotta wait for someone to come and like get it for me." He was just like, "How long?" I said, "30, 45 minutes." He was just like, "What?" He was just like, yo, man, you should just go down there and get it yourself. And I was, I, again, I go look at the ticker. Now, again, it's another five minutes for another train, okay? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I might have to after this one. Wait, that train comes. The guy that that guy was waiting for apparently comes. He was just like, yo, go get your shit, man. Yeah, and then he gets on his train and Yeah, yeah, and then him, right, him right. and his friend, he's, they leave. And it's like, now I'm like, all right, it's 10 minutes to the next one. Do I go onto the tracks? Do I go onto the fucking tracks? I give it like a minute or two and I'm like, one more train goes by and I'm like, you know what? I'm not waiting here for another 30 yeah. fucking minutes. Yeah. Like, you know what no, I'm saying? No, I hear you. So like there's another train going. I go to the end of the station. I'm just waiting for this train to go and leave and then I'm going to go down and get it. And I swear to God, right in front of me, as this train pulls in, a guy comes out and I see him put his he has a big backpack on, he puts it down, he opens it up, and I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And as the train's pulling out, I see him pull out the orange the orange vest. Okay, he puts on his, yeah, his and, safety and, vest. And, and then he pulls out, like, the pole and starts, like, expanding it. And I'm just like, yo, are you here for it? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, dude, I was about to go on the fucking tracks. Yeah, all right, good, good. So you didn't have to go down there and fucking... And, and here's the crazy MTA thing. MTA to the rescue. Here's the crazy thing. He gets it. There's not a scratch on this thing. I have cracked and broke phones with less of a fall. Yeah, well, then there you go. That that thing seems to be a beast. But that thing seems to be trying to run away from you, bro. It, it is because, <laughs> because okay, okay, un, un, unbeknownst to anyone else other than Lord Drew over here, I lost this phone a week ago or a week and a half ago. A week on, prior, on, left on, it in an Uber. Uber. <laughs> so it's like the universe is trying to take this phone away from me. I swear to God. Oh, I man. feel like I should almost just buy a new phone. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know about that, bro. <laughs> No, keep, keep this as my backup because it's about to happen. Yeah, it's fair about enough. to happen. Yeah, that shit does not want to be your phone. It doesn't it it you know, it's you know, it doesn't want to be Maddie Biz's phone. It he wants to be someone else's phone. He doesn't like the way my finger goes against it, I guess. I don't know. I guess not this. Let me get my fucking shout outs in real quick so we can start this episode off proper. Shout out to the Sunday shoot. Follow them at TSS Wrestling on Instagram. They are our 1853 Media Brethren. They talk sports and wrestling and all that stuff. Smalls is constantly going live on Instagram, man. So if you're sitting there scrolling through the IG and you want to talk sports or whatever, he's always... Um, on live, he's answering the chat every time he goes live. He does like half hour segments live, and then they do their podcast, Smalls and John, uh, down here in the studio. So follow those, um, follow those cats. The official get us drunk sponsor of the Cask and Crow Show, Misguided Spirit. Shout out to them. Follow them on social media at Drink Misguided. The Brooklyn Firefly, located at 7003 Third Avenue in Lovely Bayridge, Brooklyn. Follow them on the gram at the Brooklyn Firefly. Stop by, grab a pint, a pint, tell them Cask and Crow sent you. And, of course, our friends at Lockyard, located at 9221 Fifth Avenue, again in Bayridge, Brooklyn. 
Follow them on social media at Lockyard as well. Stop by, grab a murder dog, man. We are actually on their menu. They have a um, a food item inspired by us here at Cask and Crow called the Murder Dog. It's delicious. You need to stop by and grab that. They are awesome. Tell them Cask and Crow sent you as well. And of course, us, man. Of course, us. Follow us on social media at Cask and Crow. That's one word C A S K A N D C R O W on Facebook and Instagram. And of course, our merch store, www.caskandcrow.com. If you want to represent for the murder, we got t shirts up there, hoodies, pint glasses, mugs. There's a bunch of stuff, and I'm going to be constantly adding some more things for um, the next season coming up there, Biz. We'll do some new merch stuff. I love it. Yeah, man. So that's it, man. So there's we've. Um, <laughs> I know you had a pretty hectic week, but in the world, there's been some there's been some shit that's been popping, bro. There has, there has. There's been a couple more celebrity deaths out there. That there, there's oh, yeah. been some gaming news. There's been some movie news. Yeah, can we talk some gaming news? Because I feel like we like kind of neglected our gamers out there, man. And I want to talk about some big waves just happened just the other day, and I would really did. like to talk about it. So let's get to it. Perfect. And, pe- and you know what? People are not exactly happy about this. Um, they're not upset, but they're not happy. So Microsoft has just announced that they are buying Activision Blizzard. I don't know. I'm fucking happy. Let's go, Microsoft. Let's go, baby. Now, Activision Blizzard has been on the the news a lot recently for like having like you know a lot of misconduct and you know delays of games and Activision. And, you said yes, Activision oh. Blizzard misconduct. Um, oh, well, with Blizzard. Well, it's Activision Blizzard. They're, they're the same. They're the same company. Oh, okay. Right. 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 So there, there's been a lot with them. And for people at home who don't know exactly who the, the company is, here's a couple of big games that you do know. Go. Call of Duty. Go. Overwatch. Go. Candy Crush. Go. World of Warcraft. Go ahead. You know, those are the biggest ones. There's a couple of more, don't get me wrong. But those are the biggest ones that are actually pretty, pretty like, you know, substantial in the gaming industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is causing a lot of waves and a lot of fans and people in the industry are unhappy with it. Do you have the number that they bought it for? Like 70, um, like something like it, it was billions it was, of dollars, right? Like I want to say, and, and don't quote me on this, but it's somewhat close. I want to say it was about, um, 67 billion dollars. It was billion, bro. Yeah. The number, it was in the billion. There's no millions here. We're not talking M's. We're talking B's baby. And I mean, listen, they're, they're basically um, taking over all these people and, and people who haven't been paying attention. We mentioned this er, like earlier in our, one of our older episodes about like a year ago, maybe six months ago. Um, Microsoft has actually acquired a lot of minor gaming um, companies within the last year. And this one and Activision Blizzard is actually the third largest gaming producer in the world. So this actually puts Microsoft like hugely on the map. Yeah, um, one of the biggest sure does. One of the biggest issues people had was, you know, is now Call of Duty going to be an Xbox exclusive? Yeah, I've heard this. That ain't gonna happen, man. I don't know about that. Well, they've already come out and said that they're going to honor every contract that's already out there. Yeah, Sony was sweating for um a little while during that because they but, it's a huge platform for them. But even if they don't, think about this for a second. They now own 
Call of Duty is the biggest shooter in the world. Okay, even the, though yeah, it's definitely the biggest first-person shooter in the world. Like, no it doubt. might not be one of my personal favorites, but it is the biggest shooter in the world. No yeah. one, no one can deny that. It's no, one of the most popular. Dude, they come out with a new game every single year. Exactly, on point, like it, all the time. It's yearly, one of the most yeah, popular franchises to ever exist in the shooter world. So think about this. Xbox is even going to make money off their competitor, Sony and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. You want this game? Okay, you got to pay us. And we're gonna right make, now they're and in contract. We're gonna make it, and we're going to make it cross-platform. Yeah, I mean, right now they're in contract, right? So like yes. Maddie was saying and how Microsoft did say that they will honor those contracts. So we don't know how many years they're in contracts to keep it no, cross-platform these, or these multi-platform. are always like multi-year they're never right. one-year deals but these are five to ten year contracts you know there will be a time where it's not under contract anymore and well they own it so it's up to them to be like okay either there's 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 two options here mm-hmm. microsoft can say this is ours and we're going to own it or they can say would you like to continue this contract it's going to cost you x amount of money for X amount, uh, X amount of years to have this yes. thing shared. Now, now here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to call it now. I could be wrong, and it's going to take a long time for this to actually be proven. But I'm going to say that basically for our current systems, the contract's mostly going to be honored. Yeah, I think so. At least for the next five years, it's going to be honored. I don't think, yeah, How, right. However... For our current gens, meaning PS5 and Xbox Series yes. X and S. Yes, but I can fully see... After five, seven, possibly even a decade when the next uh, system comes out, I can mm-hmm. fully see them pulling a power play and saying, no, no, this is going to be Xbox exclusive. Yeah, I, I, you know, I like the number seven because it was like seven years from PS4 to PS5. Seven to ten years is usually the life. Um, seven years is kind of where they're coming out with like, you know, newer, slimmer models and stuff like that. Right, but, right, right. But, but basically seven to ten years is the life of a system. Yeah. And I can definitely see it happening. Um, but it also brings up different things. Um, so they've already mentioned that that a lot of games are going to be going to Xbox Game Pass. Yes. So that's huge, good and bad. It's it's great for a lot of games, say like Overwatch, who have been out for years. And yeah. now, like, you know, it's been kind of sludging around. Since. It's been, I mean, sludging is a good word because there's been so much talk about Overwatch 2 and the creation of Overwatch 2 and... But um, it's been delayed already two years. You yeah, know? it's been de- yeah, it's been delayed. So now, it's kind of like okay, since Microsoft has bought it, will it light a fire under that production, or will yeah. it stay the same and kind of delay it? And there's going to be some more players coming into Overwatch One currently now, like the game that's currently well, out. Th- okay, so so two things. For the, your first point as far as Overwatch Two. Um, I feel it's actually going to light a fire. They're going to throw money at it to, to get it developed. So mm-hmm. I think it will come out quickly. A little quicker. Quicker. Let's hope not quickly because we don't want it to be a broken game. But 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 I, I do feel that will be an issue. They're going to want to push it out to make the money off of it. So I feel that whereas we I will get not, it dude. sooner, I feel like it will be broken a little bit. But Overwatch is broken just in general, like with, their characters and stuff like that. Well, you know. I think especially recently talking specifically Overwatch, I feel like it's been like there's some broken characters for sure. And there's some things that happen in the game that 
you know, a character will be OP or a character will be like weak, whatever the case may be. And there's always balances constantly going on in the game, which is a good thing. But there's also yeah. been no character. There's been no new content for over a year now. Yes, so um, that's the gripe. I feel like we're uh, you know me and Biz where we play Overwatch avidly, and yes, we're we part of um a lot of different um like I guess you can say like communities yeah right like Overwatch com- yeah and the main thing that you that you hear and read from these community boards is basically they need more content so you can push back the development of Overwatch 2 and that's okay because I feel like for the most part people don't want to play a broken game so well, they so said, we'd rather wait right we've said this multiple different times yeah. over the years that I don't want to be a game tester okay yeah we don't want to play broken stuff yeah give me a game when it's ready don't don't make me pay $60 for a game that has glitches but there's some light in the dark tunnel seeing that there hasn't been any production really on Overwatch 1 for over a year that maybe they'll start giving us maybe they'll give us another character or two while they know that Overwatch 2 is going to be in production for a little bit longer maybe now Microsoft owns the company and Microsoft has all this money and uh, this throw, huge team that maybe they can put some I feel there's like a lot of devs in fucking Microsoft right now dude you know the, so the, there are and I feel like they are going to throw money at it and and it's going to get better um and plus, there's going to be if they put it on Game Pass, which I'm pretty sure they're going to. Yeah, I mean, uh, within the next couple of months, almost inevitable. Now that's a double-edged sword. It, it is because you know you're going to get an influx of new people, and that could be terrible because people wanted to get into competitive modes and they don't know exactly how to play. You know, at right? Least, at least not to the level that they think they are. And, but at this, I shouldn't say end. At the same point, in the same breath, they, new is good. Sometimes there needs to new be bloods some, okay. There needs to be new blood and influx of new people because not for nothing, we've been playing this game for years now. And not to say that it's stale. Uh, one of the biggest complaints in the Overwatch community is that everyone is extremely toxic. And yeah. whereas I know that's uh, you know detrimental to, to to new players, we need new players to. To get new people so that you can actually enjoy the game, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a double-edged sword, man. Like, the, one of the reasons that I like this game so much, and as as Drew just mentioned, we're extremely avid players here. Uh, one of the reasons I like it is that you have to talk to people. You have to, like, you know, go with that. It's a mo- team-based game for sure. It is. that There is no single player. So, like, you have to talk to people, and this is where you actually make, like, you know, some friendships and, like, stuff like that. And that's sure. actually one of the things I enjoy doing. Yeah, you know Busy has saying? made a ton of friends on uh, I, Xbox Live with the Overwatch community. I, I have, I have. And you know what? Myself I mean, included, through him, really. Yes, but, but like, what I'm saying is, like, it helps. Like, this is one of those games that you can't, you can just go in by yourself, but you really shouldn't. Yeah, um, it gets rough. But, but aside from Overwatch, back to the main point. Yeah. Um, there's also other games that leave a question mark. World of Warcraft. Um, game Pass also has uh, PC gaming, in case you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, My so, cousin Phil's on that now. Yes. Yeah, so World of Warcraft, which I used to love, I just don't personally love paying like a, a monthly subscription I never, for one yeah, game. I, I mean, personally for myself, I never got into it because I was never a PC gamer at all. Um, I never played, but I, 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 you know, I, I know you did back in the day. I, I do, and even as as far as a couple of years ago was my last subscription, like, I would sign up every every year. I'd sign up for, like, a couple of months and run through my old character and everything like that. And honestly, I love Warcraft. I love fantasy games and stuff like that. There's so much to do. It's a great game. Um, but now it leaves it up into question. 
What? Will they put this on their PC? Game Pass. I mean, I think... Because if so, I'll tell you right now, I'll up make I'll upgrade my computer again just to yeah. do this. And uh, uh, you know, a lot of people probably will because that that would be my one thing why 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 I stopped playing because I didn't want to pay the I don't know what it was twenty dollars a month or whatever. Like yeah, that. I'm not sure. I, I, I have I'm, no I'm, idea. I'm just not not into paying for one particular game that like you that. never you, really play. You know, it's just like, yeah, like I'll play it for a little while, but I'm not playing it every month. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be on Game Pass, bro. It's a question mark, but but whatever they do with that, um, this is a big acquisition for for Microsoft. That's and, huge. And Microsoft just actually changed the dynamic of the industry, especially the they did, especially the power play between Sony and Microsoft, because Sony has been the 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 innovator and the the the, the sole leader for, for so many years, bro, for decades at this yeah, point, twenty yeah, years, absolutely. Um, but with this one, Microsoft can be making some plays. And I feel, I, bro, I feel like they've been making some plays for the last five years. I, yes, for the last five years, but especially over the over the last couple of years, man, with um, the availability of the Xbox Series X and S. Not that it wasn't hard to get, but with the PlayStation Five being nearly impossible to get. It was um, Xbox made some strides there, and this was a huge, like you just said, this was a huge power move, man. And for all you non-gamers oh, out there, move. yeah, I mean, like for all you non-gamers out there, if you guys are bored with this topic, I apologize, but it's just, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a huge thing, like, you know, what I'm saying, it's just, a, it's a, it's a huge move. It, it is overall, it changes the gaming industry. Yeah, um, man, now, we, it's now, just, we need to talk about it. We might actually go from ten years ago, Microsoft being left at to going into the gaming industry. To, well, I'm sorry, maybe like fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, maybe, um, to now being a major, major player. Yes, absolutely, dude. Completely so, flipped it on its ear. So enough, enough about Microsoft, though. But we're, it fuels the fire that. to the gaming wars, Biz. No, no, it it does. I'm sorry. Competitiveness actually drives innovation. You know. Yeah, what I'm that's saying? a fucking bomb worthy. <laughs> that's bomb worthy statement, Biz. Like now, now that they have this, competitiveness drives innovation. I no, like that. No, no, that, that, that's completely true. I wish I can say I came up with that, but that 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 is reality. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With without competition, things are stagnant. Facts. You need someone to come up with something that that challenges the other person. I don't care if you're talking about cars, computers, gaming systems, anything. Factual. Phones. Actual factual. Do we have any more gaming information or can we move on? Um, I actually have one more little thing over there. For, Go. For, for, for you gaming fans, your Zelda fans out there in particular. Oh, yeah. Majora's Mask, which was the most underrated but one of the best games in the Zelda franchise as far as I'm concerned. I wouldn't say underrated. A lot of people... Didn't. I would say underappreciated. Okay, okay. Actually, okay. I will agree with that. Right? I, you like I, that better? I will Underappreciated. Because it wasn't underrated because it was rated pretty high as far as like the gaming scores go for like Game Informer Re and whatever. Reviews. Reviews Yes, it was rated high. high. But it was underappreciated, man. Why? Go ahead, Biz. But, but, okay. I know this is one of your favorites. It, it is. It's actually one of my favorite. I mean... Ocarina of Time is my favorite, you know, yeah, uh, hands down. But Majora's Definitely. Mask was was a great follow up for the N six four, and it had one of the best concepts I've ever seen in a game. So you have you have a time limit. You have three days to do something, and whenever you're trying to get a mission done, you have to be at a certain place in a certain day at a certain time. It's a race against the clock. It is. So it's 
it's such a different game and the concept of it is amazing. So for you people who have never played it in the past or maybe you played it when it first came out and it was before like internet leaks and like walkthroughs were available. And I, I feel it like now it like I personally feel like it pushed the boundaries of the graphics for the N64 system. Like I oh, feel like was. the graphics were a lot better than it was for Ocarina of Time. I mean, granted, it's still a 64-bit system. There's not much yes, you can yes, do yes. beyond that. Well, but the lighting like, yeah. and it, the storytelling. It went with the expansion. Oh, really? Is that factual? That was that. Yes. That was the reason why they had the expansion pack. Yes. For like Donkey Kong and shit yes. like that. Okay, so like. All right, so it pushed the capabilities of the system, and like I said, it's underappreciated because it was one of those oddball games where it's not really set. Like, Zelda games is a lot of puzzles and strategy and things like that that go, I mean, that's the epitome of a Zelda game, right? And this was the ultimate puzzle because it had to do with time and placement. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing, and I would definitely tell people at home, especially with internet and walkthroughs nowadays. So now it's on the Switch now. Now it's coming to the Switch's, it's, uh, yes, it's like coming the Switch's, the Switch's Switch. version of like um, like the Microsoft Store, like the PlayStation Store, whatever. Yes. It's coming to the Switch, it's which is cool. Compatible. Yeah, man. You know, I dig it. You know, I dig it. Speaking of um, billions and millions, uh, did you realize, uh, now we're not talking about billions now, let's get back down to the millions, right? Okay. Okay. All right, so... A piece of artwork, bro. This was actually pretty dope when, when I read this. A piece of artwork from from the Secret Wars, right? Which would be the origin of Venom, right? This is all for, for all our Spider-Man fans out there, all oh, our comic book heads. Yeah, Secret Wars 8. Good ship is good pull. The, is the first appearance of the alien costume. Yes, the alien <laughs> which would become Venom. A piece of that artwork just sold for $3.36 million at Heritage Auctions. Uh, Heritage Auctions, which is like the premier auction site in the world. One of them. Yeah. One they, of the two. <laughs> they, they have they have a pretty big presence in any Comic-Con that you go to. Absolutely. So it just sold for $3.36 million, man. I mean, that that is crazy. It's um, it's one page. Yes, it's one page of original sketch artwork from, yeah. from like, you know, I, I think it was pre-inked. I'm not positive on that one, though. It was pre-inked. It was black and white. It was Mike Zek, John Beatty, I think his name was. I, I think it was I, John. I don't, I don't yeah. know that one off the top and of my head. And Jack Abel and, of course, the great Mike Esposito. Yes. Who was doing the artwork on that. And so it's all four of those guys. I'm not exactly sure if all of them had a hand on this particular page in general. But it was that page where uh, where you see Spider-Man getting doing like the jazz hands, man. Where where New costume. Yeah, new costume <laughs> jazz hands. And, of course, uh, Secret Wars number eight is on our wall in the studio. In the studio, we have um, some comics on our wall. that And, I, and he's kind of doing the same pose. Yeah, he's got the jazz hands. Thing. He's got the jazz hands. I'll post a picture on our story on Facebook and on um, Instagram. Just another reason for you guys to follow us on social media of The Secret Wars 8 on our wall. And sometimes I change um, all the books up here, but Secret Wars 8 is up there now. And like Busy was saying earlier, it's uh, the first appearance of the of the alien symbiote, which is the first appearance of the black Spider-Man costume. It's when they first changed his costume from uh, our beloved red and blue to just all well, it was black. It was definitely his first uh, costume change. Yeah, it was. It was his first redesign in decades. Yeah, it was so, I mean, it was so metal, really. He just went from a big red and blue, bright in your face character to friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Now he's all black with a big white spider across his chest. And it also changed his personality and it changed his powers. And 
one thing that I thought was really, really cool about the black symbiote was uh, that it could also change his clothes, like change his like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it could change whatever he was wearing, like as Peter Parker. I thought that was really, really cool. I need a suit right now. I got a suit. Yeah, right, I got a know? suit. And yeah, it was just dope. And uh, uh, of course, that character becomes everyone's favorite antihero, Venom. Which is just actually one of the biggest characters in the last 30 years, I want to say. Venom? Yeah, no doubt. Definitely in the and, top 10. And it's funny. He Easy. Was, he was really popular when he first came out. And then, like, you know, the, he le- he lingered somewhere for a while until the last movie came out. And then his popularity fucking skyrocket- skyrocketed again. Yeah. Which is amazing to see for the, the comic book industry. What? The fact um, that it sold for 3.3 million dollars or the fact well, that venom got ridiculous a little bit of both yeah. um now now listen i love i love the fact that that comic book art like the actual original art yeah this is an original artwork but and it's something i've always wanted some original artwork but like you know yeah th- they go for so much money that unfortunately I obviously just, i'm not i'm not willing to spend my rent on on like a piece of artwork you right know what I right mean? right or a mortgage payment at but, minimum yes but 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 i'm saying right now i do have one original piece of artwork what's uh, that um a about two years ago, I went there. They had a Marvel card series. Remember the the card series that came out in the 90s that were very popular? What, the and, Masterpiece series? Well, they had multiple different ones. Masterpiece is probably the most popular one. Yes. Um, but they can't, they, they, they've they kept coming out with them over the years, uh-huh. um, but they fell off in popularity. But a couple of years yeah. ago, they had a particular series where if you bought a box, you were guaranteed in that box to have one blank card that's an artist drew something on no so, shit so you have like and it's an original piece of art it's not duplicated every box you get you're getting an original piece of art from somebody now for anyone who doesn't know what the marvel masterpiece uh trading cards were where they were they were marvel trading cards um that on the cover of the card a lot of them were like a canvas type of material on the front it was painted face of the card amazing art and it looked yeah it looked like it was painted um, it, it actually was painted okay. by Joe Jusco. They all done go. by the same artist, actually. Right. They were really, really cool. I had a handful um, of them. One that sticks out in my memory off the top of the head was Storm. I, I, I really had this dope Storm uh, masterpiece card in my collection I when I was collecting Marvel Comics cards. I actually have a bunch of them signed by Joe, Joe Jusco. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but, so what was the original? So I have an original piece. I can't tell you the artist because um, it actually doesn't really tell you. But I have an original um, Magneto. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, I mean, it, it's in a regular card, like a, a baseball card. Like, you know, it's it's in yeah, that, yeah. that form. But you can even see, like, he... This is drawn in in uh, in pencil. Like, he did this. They don't, they don't do things like that anymore, man. We're like... They were doing, like, like the... I feel like there's always gimmicks, right? But I feel like the gimmicks back then... The juice was worth the squeeze back then, man, because I feel like now there's gimmicks, but it costs an arm and a leg just to get it. And it's so saturated and like the value of everything has skyrocketed, but it's it really takes money to make money now. Back then, if they wanted to sell a box of cards, they would just be like, "Okay, you're guaranteed with a box of cards to get an original piece of artwork, and they would have artists do original pieces, but you had to buy the whole entire box, not just the well, like I mean, not just you, like the booster pack. I mean, you. I mean, I guess you could go to the store, and if the store bought the pack, like the whole box, and opened it up, and was just selling it by the pack. Yeah, which they pos- would. 
one of those is going to have it. Yeah, but you know what you I'm know. saying. Um, Which is also just makes you want to buy more but, of the individual packs. You know? But but you know what I loved as a nostalgia factor. Okay, I actually looked this up recently. Uh, the Marvel Masterpiece, the exact set that you were just talking about, that came back. And I want to say 1993, 1994, somewhere along those lines. I thought it was a little bit later. Maybe 95. I'm going to yeah. say it was no later than 95. Okay, fair enough. They actually just took about 10 of those those um, cards and made them covers for... for oh, very cool. Yes. Another gimmick, but I, one I it, fully it's, accept. It's a gimmick, but think about it. It's a gimmick that didn't cost them anything. This is artwork they already own. Yeah, facts. And... I mean, I want to buy the covers just because. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. the artwork is so sick. And honestly, for people at home, go look up Joe Jusco. That's with a SK, not a C. Yeah, SK. And you will see the artwork that I'm talking about. And just tell me this is not amazing artwork. Yeah, uh, he was a, absolutely phenomenal. I'm a big art guy. I really yeah. am. It's one of the first things that drew me into comic books to begin with. Yep. Um, Same here, bud. So it's just an amazing thing. Go check it out. Even just go on Google. Type in Joe Jusko. That's with a J-U-S-K. Yes, sir. Beautiful artwork. What else you got over there, Biz, in those in those notes? So just on the comic book tip, um, Peacemaker just, uh, just released. Oh, on, yes, it did. On HBO Max. And for anyone that actually watched uh, the, the last Suicide Squad, he was kind of a breakout character, comedy relief. He had some great one-liners from. That's Al John Cena, man. It is John Cena from the wrestling world. And out of every character there, they decided to do a, a series about him on HBO Max. And I'll tell you right now, I haven't, I haven't fully watched it yet. It's not fully out there yet. Right. But the first three episodes are out there now. Go. But a, it's ridiculously funny, uh, and. Just the intro song. Just go on YouTube right now and look up Peacemaker intro. And <laughs> it has them all dancing like morons out there. And it's, it, it's yeah, it's, it's a little uh, out of, you know. It, it's funny. It's, it's a little out of here. It's out there. Out of there. But it's almost out there in a brilliant, ironic, crazy sense, like kind of. I don't it know. Is. How to, I don't know how to put it, but it is. I, I, I love the ridiculousness. Um, and this is actually the third series that they actually have going on HBO Max. They're really putting money behind DC in their TV shows. It's about fucking time, dude. Well, listen, I know Marvel has been dominating like basically It's about everything. time, man. Have you seen Disney Plus lately? <laughs> it's about yes. time, bro. Yes, and so far they have three. They have Doom Patrol, they have Titans, and now they have Peacemaker. Uh, I haven't really watched Titans yet because I'm sorry, that's one of my favorite my favorite comic series ever. Yeah. And I right behind X-Men, honestly. And I, uh, it's just like, I can't, I can't get over the costumes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like it just look, it looks cheesy, but so does doom patrol, but doom it's, patrol looks it's amazingly cheesy, but it's so ridiculous that it just goes into the comedy, like robot chicken, like land. Kind it's, of. it's fueling the fire once again to, the streaming wars, like Biz always talks about the streaming wars, and we just talked about the console wars fueling fire with the Microsoft purchasing all these freaking game companies, but now we got, you know, HBO Max has kind of taken over as far as like, it's kind of solidifying itself as the DC. Well, it is, because it's owned by Warner Brothers, so. Right, so then there you go, and now Disney Plus is Marvel and you know, Marvel's putting out all their animations on there and all their live TV shows on there and all yes, their movies but, are on there. But DC rules as far as on animation. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Like for anybody who is a, a superhero fan, but you don't really like DC, you don't like their movies, just go on HBO or go anywhere and just watch the animations. The animations are better than anything. They're so comic accurate for the most part. Even the, the Injustice the one that part. I just recently watched wasn't, uh, it was tolerable. They're, 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 I know it's based on a video game, and but and they did yes. have comics for the Injustice. I you know, but it was it, it was tolerable. But DC rules as far as animation. They yeah, do, they do it justice. They really do. Like yeah. I, honestly, I wish they would just hire whoever they have writing the the animated. Have them actually make a movie. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, and just I mean, make it happen. We've said this before, and they really need to do that. But is it is it? Um, DC getting their shit together, or is it? Or do we have James Gunn to thanks, man? Because like, I mean, we do. James, James Gunn is doing it, bro. He is Guardians of the Galaxy, and, and uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad. right? Yes. The second incarnation of Suicide Squad, yes. which was so much better. You know, the one with Harley, Peacemaker. Um, who else was in that? Uh, they, they Polka had, Dot Man. Yes, they, they had Bloodsport, King which, Shark, right? Yes. Who, who King Shark was such a minor character, and they made and people loved them so much. That Sylvester was the scene, actually like, voiced it. Yeah, they, dude, it was so dope. Like what they did with the Suicide Squad back in the day was with like in the comic books was they would they would give these writers the ability to take these characters that nobody gave a shit about these villains for the most part, right? Basically, Mi minor, all minor villains. Either villains or kind of anti-heroes, but they would take them and give them creative freedom to do whatever they wanted to do with these characters. Because, like I said before, nobody gave a shit about them. Exactly. So they were you letting can them kill them if you want. Yeah, you, you can got make free reign. So that's why the Suicide Squad in the comics was so dope back in the day. I thought personally, and then James Gunn comes in after the first incarnation of Suicide Squad, which is kind of dog water. They kind of took this. And made it so dope. And of course, they kept Margot Robbie as um, Harley Quinn. Because well, that's the one thing they got right. She, that's the only thing that they got fucking right, in my fucking opinion. No, I feel like no, no, everyone's no, complete, opinion. Completely, in everyone's opinion. So then, and then, and then they, t and then James Gunn comes in after having such success with the, um, with the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? He did Guardians, didn't yes, he? he? Oh, yes, okay. He, the so first he, two, yes. He did the first two Guardians of the Galaxy. Huge success. Again, minor characters that no one really even knew about until James Gunn decided to make it um, a live-action huge production. Now he's signing works. on. Yeah, hell yeah, it worked. Now it's signing on for the Suicide Squad movie. Now he's got the Peacemaker TV show. He's kind of, I mean, yo, I could be jumping the shark here, Biz. Pun fully intended. Um, he's kind of becoming... DC's John Favreau, bro. Are we gonna go ahead and say that right now, Cast and Crow? Po poss possibly, and, and it's funny because it's like they got him from Marvel. Marvel fired him for a half a second, you know, and they hired him. And he's like, "You want to fire me?" And he made a good movie. I'm yeah. sorry, he made a good movie. Yeah, Suicide Squad Sue was not. Don't get me wrong; it's not the best movie in the world or something. Like I thought that. it was great, honestly. But, but it's really, the score was great. The soundtrack was awesome, really like always. And, and, of course, the breakout character from it is John Cena's Peacemaker, and that's why the spinoff is even there. He has so many great one-liners. Yeah, love I'm excited peace. about it. I don't care how many people I have to kill to do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Absolutely, It's bro. fucking amazing. Absolutely. So let's move on a little bit from the comic book news. I, I, have, I have a funny, stupid story over here. A personal story? No, not a personal story. Oh, okay. I, this is not a personal one. All right. I was going to say, what else happened to you this week, Biz? 
No, I have a couple, but I'm not going there anymore. Okay. Fair I've enough. already shared enough for this week. <laughs> so there's there's Fair this enough. woman who is a cancer survivor. And obviously, especially in my family, that's a big thing. So, you know, of course, I feel for that person. Yeah, sure. So she had cancer of the tongue, basically. And she had part of her tongue removed. I didn't know that was a thing. Damn. Yes, yes, it is. And apparently, and this is what I didn't know was a thing. Um, they could actually take uh, pieces of your skin from another part of your body and graft it onto your tongue to, yeah, to replace it. It's know? called yeah, it's called the uh, skin graft. It's yes, very yes. very common. It is. I didn't know they could is. put it on the tongue though. No, I did I. Okay, I, I know they could do <laughs> Fair it. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've known it for like arms and stuff yeah. like that. Like you know, but I didn't know they can do it for their tongue. But apparently they did. They took a piece of this woman's thigh. That's what they usually take from because it's like the biggest part well, of it's like big, the body. It's, it's big. It's fleshy. It's also something yeah. that's not very visible. Yeah. You know what I'm right. Saying? You don't see it all the time, even in shorts. Exactly. Yeah. So they took a piece of her thigh and they replaced part of her tongue with it. And, you know, of course, okay. thankfully that that lets her talk like, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. However, she came out on social media and said that. This piece of her thigh in her tongue had started continually growing leg hair. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. No, I don't want to either. Like, listen, I don't. I, That's I, I got to be. Wanna, I never want to <laughs> diminish somebody's, like, you know, no, struggle. Man. And this is no, a struggle, sure. obviously. I mean, but she put it out on social media. It's okay now. Now we can laugh about it. No, once you no, once you share it on the social media platform, it's everybody's now. Actually, I will agree with that. You I can't claim it. I once will, you share it I on social media that. and it, and you go viral for it, whatever, whether it be you're trying to bring attention to the to the topic or whatever the case may be, I'm not laughing about the fact that she had tongue cancer because cancer's not a no, fucking funny thing. No, it's not. I'm laughing about the fact it's a big thing in my family that it's she's not. not that she's got leg hair on her tongue now, son. No, this is where it's funny because, like, a how's that even fucking happen? Like, just just imagine wake, happen to you? waking up in the morning and, like, you know, you know, everybody, like, you know, wags their tongue around, like, nah, you know, and then feeling some hair coming up there, maybe some stubble. Everyone's um, got a piece of hair in their mouth at one point in their life, especially if you have long hair. If you're a female, or if you're a male with long hair, you know what that that's got to be like one of the most but, annoying feelings in the world. Is having a piece of hair in yeah, your no, tongue no, it or like is. in your mouth and not knowing where it is. It is. And then like you don't want to be a savage animal in public and like stick your fingers in your mouth to pull this hair out. Or or did, did you ever like, you know, get some food and there was a piece of hair in it? Maybe it might have even been your own. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? For Shit sure. happens. Yeah. It's a disgusting fucking aspect so of So now she feels this leg hair that's growing it's in, ha it's on hair her tongue. on her tongue. So A oh, just shit. Hey, just imagine shaving your tongue. Okay, just imagine that. Oh no! Imagine, imagine the shape, like, like you know, feeling stubble. Yeah. Like, like you know, just going against the That's roof fucked. of your mouth. So, did they say anything? Like, is she gonna go back for another procedure, or did? did well, I mean, did she, they she, even. I mean, I, I don't know. Do Do you use Nair, or do you just like you know? No, nah, you definitely <laughs> can't use Nair, bro. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You can't use Nair on your tongue. You can't ingest that shit. I don't know what you do with this. No, I don't know. You shave it. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Imagine shaving <laughs> no. your tongue. That cannot be a very comfortable experience. No. Even if it is thigh hair. It can't be it, it can't be comfortable. So is there an end all be all to this story, Biz? Nothing. We just have a hairy head <laughs> bitch out there. Like at the end of the day, like oh, uh, my ima God, Imagine bro. you meet a girl at the bar and you know 
things go well. You start making out. She's beautiful. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, where'd this come from? Oh, yeah. Maybe you like also, it, bro. Maybe same- you like the sandpaper feeling like a cat. Dude, also, okay, let's go on the other end of the aspect. Can this woman go to any any restaurant and just be like, there was hair in my soup? Yeah, look, and stick out her tongue? I don't know, man. That's pretty wild. No, she just pluck one. Put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty wild, dude. Oh, boy. On a sadder note, uh, unfortunately, we lost another another music icon, Meatloaf. This oh, week. yeah, Meatloaf, man. Now, people at home... They're probably like, Meatloaf, really? Who the fuck is Meatloaf? Who the cares about Meatloaf, right? Yeah. But for every single person out there that says that, realize that you've been at a bar at some point in your life, no and doubt. Dashboard on the Paradise Light has come on. Yeah. That is a standard in bars, at least in New York yeah. over here. It is a standard in bars. I used to be um, <laughs> I used to be infatuated with the art, with like the album cover artwork of Meatloaf stuff, like Bad oh, Out of Hell. Bad Out of Hell. Right, like that was like which came out in 1977. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's had, way before my time. And had Bad Out of Hell two, which came out in '93, which had I would do anything for love. Yes, that which, was oh, that was '93. That was '93. Okay, so that's the album cover that I was looking at. Okay, and uh, infatuated with it. It was so gothic and so dark with the huge castle. Reminded me of like Beauty and the Beast when I was a yep, kid yep. and shit like that, you know. And like just bad at hell. And then plus that music video was kind of like Phantom of the Opera esque Beauty of the Beast oh, type complete, of deal. Oh, completely. That's you, what they were you going know? for. Yeah, I mean, I, I was infatuated with it. With the album cover artwork, not a big fan of uh, his music in particular. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say, yeah, I listen to the no, Meatloaf n- all the time. Neither but am I. I can do anything for love. Is a f- is a is a monster, dude. It was a monster song when it first came out. Yeah, absolutely. Paradise by the Dashboard Light is one of those. Again, mm-hmm. it's a bar song. You hear it, is. it all it the is. time. It is. And then there's the third breakup song. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. Come, come on. Everybody knows these songs. Yeah. I'm sorry. Factual. I don't care. Actual How, facts, busy. Whether you <laughs> you know whatever, everybody knows these songs. Yeah. He was a Grammy winner back in 93 for Do Anything for Love. Sure was. You got to give him his props, you know. Absolutely. So. And his and his respect, you know. And, of course, we lost Bob Saget, too. Uh, Again, but this, this brings that up That was Hard Body. Three. We already had our three. This is the second three. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah I, I know, Biz. You, you know, Louis you keep Anderson, saying that. The, Louis Anderson, what are you talking about? Uh, he also died as another comedian from uh, the 90s, right, Louis but, Anderson. No, I know, but when was that? Uh, this week as well, same day. No way. Same day. No way, I didn't even know that. Yes, same day. I didn't know if you would actually know Louis Anderson. Um, of course, man. Uh, for people at home, he had a sitcom, Louis, back in the day. He yeah, was, wasn't it? Uh, he also had a cartoon, right? Wasn't uh, it like House uh, with Louis or something like that? What yeah, was it called? Yeah, that, that, that's the same one I was talking about. House with Louis. of Louis. Okay. Uh, and he's been on a couple other ones since yeah, then. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he was a he big did a thing bunch in of the shit. 90s, yeah, like, man. So he, he apparently just died as well. Oh, no. I didn't even know that. So, unfortunately, we have a third one that's going to come up, and hopefully it won't be by next week. Oh, shit, man. Rest in peace, dude. That's terrible. I don't even know. I'm still going with Mick Jagger, but, you know. Yeah, well, you're just going to keep saying that. He's going to outlive us all. (laughs) He might. He might. All the drugs, he might. Okay. This is, uh, we are getting ready and geared up to watch some NFL playoffs, man. I know we don't talk uh, talk sports much on Cask and Crow, but we're getting ready and geared up to watch some NFL playoffs. And I, I, I don't know if you guys remember, there's avid listeners of the murder out there. And I just want to say, I, you know, me and Biz love you guys. But um, I said in the beginning, preseason, pre-NFL Except season. John. <laughs> John. <laughs> Pre NFL season, right? 
that the Packers were going to win the Super Bowl. I said that. I also said that Kyler Murray was going to win MVP, but uh, I don't know if that's happening. Uh, Matty Biz also did say that a rookie wide receiver would would win rookie of the year, and he didn't he didn't want to disclose who that wide receiver was, but I think we're all pretty sure he's talking about Jamar Chase. So that's that. You know, I just wanted to throw that out there because it's it's playoff time. The Super Bowl's coming up. The Super Bowl uh, is going to be dope, man. We got Eminem, oh, yeah. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. It's going to be ill. I'm excited for it. I just hope no one breaks a hip up there. Um, <laughs> but but on 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 a different tip though, um, my boy over here just uh, put me on to uh, New York. Just opened up a sports betting app. Yo, they did. No, listen, <laughs> it, New New York City is be, is behind the curve on so many levels all the time. Jersey's been doing this. PA's like, yo, we've been doing this. Every other state in the United States is like, all right, welcome to the fucking show, boys. But uh, <laughs> New York City less. has now legalized online New York City sports booking. And uh, I just turned Maddie Biz on to it because I've been doing some, you know, I, you know, I've been doing well, right? And Busy, I just turned Biz on to it today. Yes, and I signed up. I got a couple things going for the game tonight. Right. Um, but I just wanted to share a little, like, my, my first betting story. And not for nothing, I was eight years old. Okay. My, my, <laughs> what the fuck were you doing betting at eight years old? But I was out all. with my dad. I think we was shopping or whatever like that. And of okay. Course, before we go home, we stopped by the, excuse me, the OTB. Oh, I was going to say OTB, yes. Because back in the day, you had to place your bets with a bookie. <laughs> and, and it's funny, okay, so I'm eight years old. OTB is off-track betting. That's called betting the ponies. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. they bet the horses, the horse there, races. There's nothing but skulls and 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 just like, <laughs> Down you know, by us in New York and in Brooklyn, yeah, it's... it's I'm uh, pretty sure it doesn't matter where you're at. It's still the same type I can of only, people. I can only speak for what I know. Same. But it, it's funny. This is my first thing with betting, and I didn't even know what the fuck we were doing at that point. Like, you know what I'm saying? My dad yeah. just brought me over here. Hey, Pick a couple of numbers. So I randomly pick a couple of numbers as I'm eight, and I win my dad like $300. So that was my first. There you go. Let's go. Busy. So, of course, I got my I got my toy of choice that day. You yeah, know of I'm course. Saying? Hell like, yeah, you know? man. I do that with my son often, too. Like, I'll buy, like, the Mega Millions, and I'll, you know, and I'll play my numbers whenever I do decide to play it. And then I'll be like, yo, Jackie. Pick some numbers here. Pick five numbers and then like a Powerball, whatever the fucking case may be. And he'll pick it. He has yet to hit from me yet. No, no. We're, we're but I'm waiting. Same. And you know? I guarantee I'm, you that's exactly what my dad did. At yeah. Second. Like he placed his bunt, whatever bets he whatever, was placing. Yeah. And then he looked at me like, ah, what do you got? Like, you know what yeah, I, mean? I used to do it with my grandfather. We used to, uh, I used to be in his house and um, he used to watch the OTB on TV. So I guess he had placed his bets, whatever he had placed his bets during the day, and then you would come, and then he would be home instead of staying there at the OTB. Yeah, okay, he would be so. home, and he would put on the channel. I think it was like locally, it was like channel seventy one back in the day, or some shit like Something that, right? Something like that, yeah. And he would watch the horses or whatever. He would just have it on in like the background, and once in a while he would be like, "Okay, uh, pick a horse for me." And then I'll place the bet for tomorrow whenever he went. You know what I'm saying? And a gotcha. couple of times I do remember me picking like a couple of winners. I don't know how much he made. I, I you know, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he yeah, was no, a big gambler, but yeah, no, I gotcha. You know, it's just you know, it's funny. But now we can do it on, on our phones. But like you know that that oh yes, and it's amazing how it's evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes it so much more dangerous. Yes, it but, does. But for me, it was like you know, I just remember being so excited 
that I won money for my dad. Like, and I didn't really understand any of it at the time. You know what I'm saying? But I will remember a doing that. And afterwards, after he bought me the toy, don't tell your mother about this. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell mommy. That's a, it's such, a, it's such a classic dad. It's such a classic dad thing to say, man. Like, it is. It don't is. tell your mother. Especially back in the eighties where you, yeah, I brought you to OTB where everyone's smoking, drinking. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you, bro. You know how many times, especially I'm sure with my there was son, drugs in the background. I just didn't notice. <laughs> you know what especially I mean? Especially with, especially with my son. How many times, like something would whatever, you know, like, and I'd be like, "Yo, don't tell your mother," or he would even ask me, like, "Yo, dad." <laughs> Like, I, I want to say, don't tell mom. Yeah, and I'm like, I got you, but this is between me and you. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I won't one tell thing. your mother. You have, if you are a father out there, or if you're an expecting father, or just in the future, if you never have a point in your life where you tell your son, don't tell your mother about this, then you did not do something right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you did not have that moment, yeah, it's a classic. Don't tell your mother about this. Can we wrap it this episode up with Busy's asshole of the week? Let, let's do it. Let's do it. Are you ready for a biz? It is, and this one is actually a famous one. Asshole of the week. So this week's asshole of the week is the musician Drake. Is he the asshole? He is. He is. Oh, biz. Well, actually, is he the asshole or is he just an innovative motherfucker? I don't <laughs> know yet. I don't know yet. We're gonna leave it up to you. I don't know about that. Go ahead, biz. So this week. This guy, Drake, the, the one of the leading rap musicians, not really rap, but hip-hop musicians in the world at the moment, had a sexual encounter with a, an Instagram model. And at this time, afterwards, he went and took the condom to the bathroom and apparently poured some hot sauce into the condom. Oh, <laughs> yes, I know up, this story. Tied it up and threw it into the garbage. Yeah, Drake had met with a... With a Instagram model, like Busy was saying, right? They had gone back to the hotel to smoke weed and do the deed, like I say, right? Smoke Uh weed and do the deed. And after he was done, he threw the condom. Oh, he took the condom off, right? Poured hot sauce in it, tied it, and threw it in the trash, right? Moments later, he hears screaming from the hotel bathroom. Right, Biz? Is that is that what you got more, in your more, notes? Because I know the story. More or less, yeah. <laughs> and the woman Go on, had. I think, I think you know a little bit more than I do at this point. <laughs> and the woman had tried to put the sperm that was in the condom back inside her so to she get impregnated. To take the condom and throw it up in her. Right. To 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 get impregnated by Drake because he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, right? And she's just trying to get a check. You know what I mean? So now, is he the asshole because... Now, I don't know you, why you named him the asshole and not the IG model, but you oh, made no, this Drake the asshole. The whole, the whole situation. All right, so why... For me, the like the main question was why wouldn't my man just flush the condom down the toilet? First of all, you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars. You're in the hotel. You can flush the condom down the toilet. You're not worried about it jacking up your toilet bowl at you know yeah, at home. Multiple, so you can throw it out the window or the bathroom. Right. You know a- what I'm anything. saying? But I think I think that this dude, I think that Drake did that shit because oh, it was purposely done. He wanted to see if he could see her again. If she was a snake in the are grass. You, are you worth my time or are you a money grumbling bitch? Yeah. And I think he got his answer, buddy. <laughs> oh, he got his answer, but he got his answer in the form of a lawsuit. Yeah. She's Be- trying to sue him. Right. Yeah. Because, and, and here's the thing. 
I'm not exactly sure where the law falls on this. I'm not trying to say I'm a lawyer or something like that. We're I, far I, from lawyers here at Cask and Crow. However, I'm saying like, you know, obviously, as far as a guy out there, especially if you got millions, billions, whatever the hell you got. He's you got know hundreds of millions saying? of dollars, Drake. He's worth a lot of money. I know. I know. But what I'm saying, I understand you trying to protect yourself from and stopping people who are just trying to take advantage, especially with sex, because come on, that that, yeah. that is money money grubbing bitches or something that's been going on for, <laughs> for decades over here. That's if, a Matty Biz quote, by the way. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take credit for that. Go look up Bill Burr. Money hungry bitches. Okay. I actually I think oh, he says shit. whores, but whatever the case, whatever the case. Um just saying, there's a bunch of people out there who are trying to sleep with people to get a kid from them, and then all of a sudden they're set for life, right? So I kind of get where this guy's going from. But at the same time, do you really carry around hot sauce wherever you go? That's or, that yo, that was my thing, Biz. That was my thing. Or or did did you just happen to go to Wendy's beforehand and order some stuff and you had it in your pocket? Like, like I like I don't understand. And no, they, he definitely had a guy. He de one of his entourage was the guy. All he's all his job is to do is carry hot sauce. Like you know, he's definitely got a couple of guys that are carrying the heat on him, right? That are you know that makes are locked sense, and loaded, right? Sense. That are armed and ready to go. He's got a couple of his boys that row with him, and then he's got a couple of hot sauce guys. Apparently, Biz. No, but but, but he, here's my real question. Here's my real question. What's the brand? Because I want I want to know I want to know because like at the end of the day <laughs> is this been is this like Drake approving to like stop like you know like any, any other shit? Is this like, approved by Drake to stop pregnancies? This is what I'm saying. I want to know. I'm gonna try to find out this for you, but I'm trying to find out. Until next week, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm not lie, baby. I'm not lie, baby. I'm not lie, baby.